All right, so we're back with another interview episode of the MK Productions podcast, a little mini-sode. And Kristen, you are back at it again with an interview for a new science fiction film called Ultrasound. Is that correct? Yes, we got to speak with the director and one of the stars of the film Ultrasound, which is going to be available on demand starting Friday, March 11th. Hmm. So this is a very unique film. It's not your average sci-fi horror film. It's very unique, I must say. Let's get into what the film is about. After his car breaks down, Glenn spends one hell of an odd night with a married couple, setting into a motion of a chain events that alter their lives, plus those of several random strangers. And the major thing is about this film, this film actually had the chance to be shown at Tribeca Film Festival in the midnight section. I did see that. Yeah, and there's like a whole bunch of people starring and involved, like um, Rainy Quale, who is the sister to uh, Maid Star and Andy McDowell's daughter. The film also stars Chelsea Lopez and Brita Wool. And today we got to speak with Bob Stevenson. This interview is actually split into two parts. So the first half you're going to hear is Bob. And then it's going to cut right into the interview with the director, Rob Schroeder. Nice guy. He's worked on a couple short different films. But this is his first feature film debut. And this film actually kind of has a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. So if this doesn't strike your interest, then I don't know what does science fiction based on a comic what else could you ask for more so uh let's kick it off to the interview and guys thank you for listening matt where the good people can find us if they want to know more about you and i they can find us at our instagrams of course we have the podcast instagram the mk productions podcast we have your instagram as miss flamingo and my instagram at mac movie reviews they can also find our youtube channel under mac movie reviews and they can find us on any streaming platform for podcasts just type in the mk productions you can give us a listen and to listen to even more celebrity director actor interviews just click on the playlist that's available on the youtube channel yes this is not the only interview we had we have a lot of them yeah we're getting more and more and more so guys uh take a listen to those and uh we will see you in the next time for now, let's take it up to Bob Stevenson. So it's so nice to meet you, Bob. How are you doing today? I'm doing really good, Christine. Thank you. All right. I just want to thank you for letting me uh, have the chance to speak with you. And first of all, congratulations with the film. I really enjoyed it. Oh, good. Yeah, I would, I'm, I'm so happy it's coming out now. It's uh, It's been a long ride, so... Yeah. Do you have that sense of relief now, like that anxiety is now over, like people now can go out to the theaters or just watch it and see it? Like, how do you feel like as an actor when you have a project released out into the world? What's that feeling like? Yeah, it's it's incredible because the, wor- like, the worst is having, when can I see it? Where can I see it? Where's it going to be? Was it going to stream? Is it, the, you know, and it, you're like, I don't know. I don't know anything. <laughs> like, you know, I'm, I, don't, I don't get updates or information for the most part. Um, like I, I'm in uh, 
Top Gun 2, and that's been almost know. years. Everyone keeps asking me. I'm like, I, May. It's May now. That's what I think. <laughs> that's so exciting. I can't wait because I'm a huge Top Gun nerd. I actually yeah. was a Top Gun pilot for Halloween. And if anybody knows, it's one of my favorite movies. So, But I want to ask you about that. I want to talk okay. to uh, Ultrasound with you. So how did you get involved with this project? And did you know or any get any familiar with Connor's work? Because I was doing my research, and he's a unique illustrator and writer. Yeah, he's incredible. I, I knew nothing about him. Uh, and the, the director, you know, contacted my manager and then they said, uh, it, you know, they, they offered me the part. They said they really want me to do this. And there wasn't very much time. I think it was like a week and a half before they were supposed to start shooting. So it was kind of like ready. Here we go. And then he sent me, you know, the graphic novels to look at and read and stuff. But, you know, I, I read as much as I could, but I really didn't have time to like digest all of it with only like a week ahead of time so <laughs> uh but um yeah i hung out with him a bit he's great he's super smart um but yeah i just love the story i read the script and i was like oh this is great this could go anywhere so yeah were you kind of like expected like un unaware what you were about to jump into in terms of the story because the narrative structure is really unique here when i was watching it throughout and i was really questioning it did you have any idea what was going on oh yeah are you we, in we for the yeah we constantly had to ask questions all i mean and, and even when you think you know it it the, you know rob the director would be like mm, no it's not quite that i'm like oh man i thought i had it <laughs> trying to figure it out <laughs> how did you prepare in terms of getting into the role because you have a really unique interesting uh character and i love the line that really stands out stands out where you know you tell Glenn to go in to sleep in the room with uh, Sydney in the film. So I was just like, wait, what? Like, this yeah. is like unexpected. Like, how did you prepare to get into this crazy role? Because we get to know you more once the film progresses. So how did yeah. you prepare? Yeah, the creep factor is definitely in that scene. Because <laughs> um, that whole scene is, you know, it's pretty deep. It tells a lot about, you know, my character, he, you know, he's, you know, depressed. He has to take his, you know, meds and he's, you know, fighting with his lady. And I mean, it just, it just keeps getting stranger and stranger in that, in that thing. So that, that was a, that was, when we shot that at night. That was a long, that was a long night, but because there were, there were big scenes. I, it got edited quite a bit, but I think it was like a, I want to say like a six page scene. There was a lot of dialogue. Oh, so, um, but it was really challenging. It was great. I loved it. Uh, and Rob was, you know, you know, really uh, reassuring. And it, so I, I, it, there wasn't really any preparation other than, you know, we didn't have any time to really rehearse except before shooting, you know, right, mm -hmm. right. I mean, you know, a couple times before. So, you know, Rob was really good at giving direction and just kind of like without being too exacting you know he's like no this is like you 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 know where you're going just go this way a little bit and he'll nudge you this way and that way so so and this was rob's first like feature-length film what was it like working with him on his first like feature-length piece because i was looking at the filmography he's done and it's quite amazing so yeah um it, it was great i i mean I, I wouldn't have known it was his first you know I, I did know but i'm you know i'm lucky enough that i've worked a lot over the years and you know he was uh he was incredibly professional and totally prepared. And, you know, he had to know, I mean, we constantly were asking him questions. So the, the amount of, you know, he had to have 
you know, answers for most of it. And so, he, you know, his, he's done his homework on the script and, you know, where he wants us to go with it and that, and, you know, cause like with my character, I'm kind of manipulating the whole thing. Right. But then there's other people that say, are you, are you sure you're not being manipulated as well? So yeah, that's know. what I was also thinking. <laughs> so, yeah. So we have a lot of young audiences who listen to um, my show and everything. So what is the best advice you can give to a young actor, producer, or writer who really wants to get into the business and especially start their own first feature since you got to work with Rob? Yeah, uh, I tell you, I, I mean, there's a lot more avenues now than when I did it. You know, I, I started as a production assistant just working on sets. That was kind of my film school because I didn't go to film oh, school. same. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then I met a lot of directors while I was doing that. Um, and then, you know, I was doing my own writing and then, then they started asking me to audition. So I kind of, I did a like inside out, you know, I wasn't like bartending and then trying to like go to auditions mostly. I was like actually on set. So my route is a little different, but uh, you know, I tell everybody I do everything like I, you know, unless it's really like, I mean, you know for free I'll work for free I'll work for mm -hmm. you know if it's good I, I do it like I'm not too big for my britches and it's like because you never know what's going to happen you know it's like I just I'm doing this animated series right now for HBO Max it's called Scavenger's Rain oh yeah I did that, I did that four years ago we did the pilot and they asked mm -hmm. me to do it and I was like yeah I'll do it and then all of a sudden before Christmas they're like boom we got picked up <laughs> I was like, wow that's yeah, awesome yeah. so we're recording now and but you know you just never know those things they, they just turn into something you know who knows Okay, that's amazing. And then I have one final question. Since this is the most strange horror sci-fi film I've ever seen, what is one word to sum up this film and get audiences interested? Oh, man. Shoot. Uh, man, that's a tough one. I don't know. One word. I, I mean, I, I would... Uh, that's a mind bender. I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> I saw it, but thank you so much for your time and best Absolutely. of luck. And I can't wait to see you in all your future projects. And I will be looking also out for the HBO Max series. That's going right. to an animated series. So uh, best of luck to you. And I can't wait to watch Ultrasound again. So nice meeting you, Kristen. It was such an honor to meet you. Hi, Rob. It's so nice to meet you. Hey, Kristen. How are you? Good. How are you? Not bad. How does it feel, first of all? to relax now, get some anxiety off your chest, knowing that a much broader, wider audience is now going to finally see this film. That's a thrill. <laughs> That's a good yeah. way to put it. So yeah. I want to get into the mindset of how you put this project together. How did you become aware of Connor's work? Because I was doing my research on the film and Connor's a unique artist and creator. So how did you get in to connect? I um I have a local comic shop called Oh sweet. Yeah, it's the secret headquarters. And um, you know, I I just love going there. I love picking up books and discovering things. Um sometimes I'll go, you know, with something in mind, but most of the time I just go there and just see what what's new. And um in 2015, I picked up book one of Connor's Generous Bosom series. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I'd gotten the second book. It took a while. It was like six months or a year later. And, um, and that's when I really got interested in what was going on with this story. And I reached out to Connor um, 
and found out that there would be four books. Uh, he was interested in adapting it. He wanted to do the write the screenplay himself. So uh, he did that. He came to LA for a week. We worked together. And, um, and then we had a script and I was able to, you know, get going on trying to get it produced. And then book four only just recently came out. So we were, he was basing book three and four off of his screenplay, essentially. Okay. So it was kind of a weird process that we got into. So since the fourth one was just re released, do you see this as a potential sequel? Or do you explore I would, potential I would love properties? For, I would love for that because I do, you know, I do th think that there's a lot, a lot, um, a lot of story you could tell with these characters and this, you know, technology and setup. Um, those four books have been published as a single volume, so yeah. that's going to come out in um, in May. Okay, sweet. So now that you were working on this film, this film really pushes the narrative boundaries and. I just want to know, was it difficult to construct that? Because you really have to really focus in on this film. And what was that process like figuring all those puzzle pieces out to make it a really intriguing story? Yeah, it, um, you know, the term nested narrative or um, kind of came up and, you know, the idea that different characters have different realities and it was interesting to track all of that for the characters and the actors and everyone to understand where their character was kind of in reality. But what ultimately saved us, I think, was that for each character, they just played each scene as if it was just a regular old scene. And then kind of all of the shifting realities became secondary and what was principle was you know these two people talking so um that kind of helped I think kind of guided but it was complicated <laughs> that's a good way to say it but uh one of the things I really really liked about I love first time directors I love seeing their works what was it like directing your first feature film were you nervous at all I was nervous. Um, I feel like, you know, it's a plunge, like you're jumping off a cliff. Cause like once, once it's happening, you know, there's no turning back. There's a certain point where it's like, all right, now, now it's happening. <laughs> and at that point, you just hope that you prepared enough. You hope that, you know, you have the skills and abilities to do it. Um, but then, you know, you're doing it. You're like, whatever learning learning to do it while you're doing it and it's exciting and um you know it's uh you've got a big team so I think that was that was a big challenge and part of it is that although you may have all the enthusiasm in the world and this this, this applies to directing anything you know short or commercial or you know if you're the director you're the most passionate person on set and you should be mm -hmm. um but it's you know a challenge to keep everybody on the same page and excited, you know, and hopefully some of your excitement is contagious and people enjoy coming to work every day. Yeah, a thousand percent. And uh, this movie does spark an interesting conversation. So what is the most interesting conversation you had with other audience members who saw this film? The most interesting conversation. 
I mean, um, a lot of people like talking about how it relates to what the world we live in right now. Mm -hmm. And when we started this project, you know, it was prior to the presidential election in 2016. And I think a lot has changed kind of since then. Oh, a thousand but, percent. Yeah, but fortunately, um, the story still seems current. Yeah. <laughs> or unfortunately, I don't know. Yeah. And then I was reading a couple of other uh, interviews you've done and other reviews about it. And people actually have compared this to Nolan and David Cronenberg inspirations. How does it feel to get that recognition? And what other filmmakers inspire you to uh, work on these projects? Well, I'd love the films from those guys. Um, but I don't know. I, you know, for me, it went in, I had a lot of inspiration from. Uh, some photographers too, like Todd Hito okay. yeah. does like night photography and that that's always been a fascination. And, you know, I think those striking images are beautiful, graphic novels. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, there's a lot. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, the short film La Jete comes <laughs> to mind. Um, you know, I did a lot of research. I watched a lot of movies and, and tried to get ready, you know, as best I could because it, it was a long process. So, um, yeah, I, there's plenty of inspiration everywhere. <laughs> and then, like, I, you know, we, uh, like we had previously talked about, this was your first time directing. And um, what is the kind of advice you'd like to share with our audience for somebody who's going to start, like, working on their first feature film or just creator? Um, I mean, you know, as many days as you can get on set, whether it's your set or somebody else's is, uh, is very important. I've produced a lot in addition to directing. So I've, um, you know, learned from other directors and their uh, good choices, bad choices. Um, I think it's, it's important to create a list of priorities, you know, if for every scene or you know, certainly for the whole movie, because you're not going to get everything you want, mm -hmm. you know, so, you know, resources are going to be limited. So if the most important thing is cinematography and amazing camera work, then spend your money there. Yeah. But if you want a killer location, you know, prioritize that, or maybe you want an actor that's more expensive and make that your number one priority, but you, you're not going to get it all. So you might as well just start <laughs> listing it in order of what's most important to you, or maybe more days you know, is better. Right. That's always, that should always be, you know, yeah, rushing and, is never good. And for our last and final question, how could, would you sum up ultrasound in one word? I just talked to Bob recently and he said it was mind bending. So oh, mind bending is pretty good. I, I trust Bob. Um, I don't know. One word is tough. Um, it could be like a word we'll make it like three words <laughs> three words um, I don't know it's uh, mind bending is a good one I think it's it, it is definitely a mind bender all right that's perfect well thank you so much for your time and I can't wait to recommend audiences to ultrasound and I hope our paths cross again and I really want to know more about that comic book shop in the future and hopefully I'll get to visit yeah, if ever you come to LA, you should check it out. It's in Silver Lake, the secret headquarters. 
Sweet. All right. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah. Thank you, Chris. And I appreciate all the great questions. Thank you.